You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Now on Netflix, inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman, comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and its select theaters. Rated R. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Monster House presents... It's actually quite unlike anything we've ever seen before. A giant hairy creature. Part ape, part man. In Loch Ness, a 24-mile-long bottomless lake in the highlands of Scotland. It's a creature known as the Loch Ness Monster. Hey there. What follows is an audio version of an interview originally recorded as part of our Monster Talk Live streaming series that Karen and I hosted during 2020. As of this posting, we're not currently doing those live shows, but they are archived on YouTube. You can check the show notes for a link to this particular episode. And the live format's definitely something we're going to try to get back to in the future. These episodes do not get the normal editing treatment of a traditional Monster Talk, and because of the variety of issues that happen during live recordings, the audio quality may be wildly varied, and you should assume there will be some not-safe-for-work content, so I'm posting all of these as explicit just in case. Thanks for listening, and thanks for supporting Monster Talk. Your contributions at patreon.com forward slash Monster Talk and your positive reviews on the podcasting platforms and applications that you use to listen Help us reach new listeners and spread the important message that monsters can be a great tool to learn critical thinking. We need critical thinking now more than ever. Monster Talk is hosted by me, Blake Smith, and my co-host, Dr. Karen Stolzno. If you enjoy this show, please check out our deep catalog of fascinating interviews with experts about psychology, sociology, anthropology, folklore, religion, and more. Monster Talk. Hi, everyone. I'm Karen Stolzno. And I'm Blake Smith. <laughs> And I don't think there, you can see we my are, hand. there we are. So, yeah. And this we is are Monster Talk. And yeah, yeah we're, so we're doing this live. This is our third live show uh, in as many weeks. And uh, we've been doing this because we had requests during the pandemic to, to do something a little bit different and something interactive so uh, people can come in and ask questions and chat with us. And, and uh, so this has just been a nice, a nice thing to do during this time when we're all stuck at home. Yeah, and again, uh, you can follow our show at monstertalk.org if you're seeing this on Facebook or YouTube. Mm -hmm. uh, you can join our Facebook group. Uh, just look for Monster Talk, all one word, on Facebook. And I you think can find us had to join to watch this, though, right? Uh, but later, this will be on YouTube for free, so they might find it there. 
And then um, uh, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash monster talk, all one word also. And mm -hmm. uh, we've, we're excited to have a guest tonight. You want to talk about that, Karen? Yeah. Uh, so we have a, a guest. His name's Douglas Tate, and we've been advertising him uh, on uh, Facebook, uh, on Twitter. He is the actor who has played Bigfoot more times than any other actor in history. And uh, he's in so, our green room, uh, which is not green right now. <laughs> well, you're, you're in the green room. I'm in the green in room. The white room with black curtains. All right. Uh, so Doug has been in, um, in, in the film world. He's known as the Monster Man. Um, and he's mm -hmm. played a variety of creatures. He, he was creature, in a, creature man. The creature yeah, man. The creature man. And he is yeah. also uh, he he was in the Annabelle Comes Home movie. He was in the new Hellboy remake, and he's in the CW Paranormal <laughs> series uh, Legacy, which deals with werewolves, vampires, and all sorts of things, and many, many, many other things. He has a huge listing on IMDb. So let's bring in Doug. Theoretically. Hey, there we go. Hey, hey Douglas. Hey. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. This is exciting. So it's, uh, my, my poor computer is taxed to the max by handling this, but it seems to be doing okay. So this is great. Yeah, someone said you're clipping still, so I don't know if you're too well, close to I'm, the mic. Or... I'm far away from the mic, and I've turned down the gain. And if there's, like, uh, uh, any lag or whatever, that's probably a bandwidth issue. But um, mm -hmm. if anybody's really concerned about the power of my computer, we can always take donations at monstertalk.com uh, forward slash uh, support. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> help me buy a new computer more powerful but anyway thank you for joining so, us doug this is really cool yeah so, good absolutely. to have you here and yeah. uh so i was just telling the the audience that you have uh, uh the claim to fame of being of appearing as uh, bigfoot in more roles than any other actor in history is that true wow god i don't i didn't even realize that but yeah it's been a lot <laughs> of bigfoot it's a lot of sasquatches how do you probably the most famous one I play, which is pretty cool. What's the, the uh, most famous one? The Jack Link Sasquatch. Oh, that is a very famous. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. he's influenced. Like, if you look at the artwork of Bigfoot, that those commercials have influenced. Oh yeah, uh, dramatically how Bigfoot's portrayed. I think so. absolutely with the big head and yep. you know, forehead. Hey, yeah. uh, there, it's uh, it's funny that a, a a jerky commercial can have such an impact on the cultural perception of a monster, but there it is, you know. This is America. Yeah. yeah. They uh, <laughs> they spent the money when they first started it. The campaign they they paid uh, uh, Stan Winston Studios to do the makeup. Oh, they wow. wanted to get yeah. it right, and it became like an internet uh, hit before it went viral. Before there was really viral. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Now it's you know it's it's their brand. Sasquatch is the brand, so it's cool. Very much so. Yeah. So we so have. How a, did we, you get started? Oh, yeah. You're good. We We're, do a lot of this. We do a lot of this. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, I um. I in high school I wanted to be an actor, and I mm -hmm. grew up in Los Angeles, and uh, I got a job at Universal in uh, Universal Studios Hollywood playing Frankenstein. So I played Frankenstein, Phantom, Wolfman, uh, Harry from Harry and the Hendersons in the theme park. Oh, wow. I was pursuing <laughs> acting. And uh -huh. that kind of that kind of started this thing as years went on of uh, doing stuff in makeup. So I've done stuff mm -hmm. in and out of makeup, but my start was at Universal Studios performing. Very cool. Yeah. Wow. 
So were you a fan of like Monster Makeup, Monster Magazines and that sort of thing when you were a kid? Oh yeah, I was a, I was a Fangoria fan. I was a big Monster fan. I was a Halloween fan. I mean, I love collecting masks. I had a bunch of Don Post masks. Oh wow. Um, so I was definitely a Monster fan. It was something that just came natural and something that I love. So that's why I wanted to do that at Universal. That's why I sought it out mm -hmm. because of the fact that I was a fan. So I was perfect for Frankenstein because I was six five in high school. So you know, Harry. So I went right in and got the job, and you know, stayed there for like ten years as I was pursuing wow. acting. It was my only job other than being an actor that I've ever had. So it was a wow. cool, cool start for sure. Well, I was. Um, go ahead, Karen. <laughs> we do this. Everybody's sitting behind the curtain. This is how this really goes down. Like every other. So yes, can I, so that's, got, so. <laughs> that's why we're so good with uh, with podcasting and, and just archiving it because then we can edit it. That's a lot easier. But uh, anyway, I've seen a lot of documentaries. Um, yeah, where yeah, totally. people, you know, where uh, have these these masks and and costumes and makeup. Does this take hours and hours and hours to get into character for you? Um. Well, uh, for the universal thing, it was just like a put on a mask and a costume and go out and perform. But for the stuff in movies, absolutely. I mean, yeah, you know, the Sasquatch is like a three hour makeup for Jack Links. Wow. And then wow. I've got to put the suit on and I got to get contacts <laughs> in. And uh -huh. then I got to get, uh, I wish, I wish you could flash a picture of it, of it so people could see, but, uh, it's uh, can you do? I have teeth. Yeah, I'm still learning, but soon, soon. Yeah. Oh, oh well, yeah. In post, I could probably do this here. So, you, what do you want me to show? And I'll try to get that in post. I was just showing a, a picture of uh, my makeup as Sasquatch. I'll send you some pictures of the stuff I talk about, so you'll have high quality images. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. I can do that. So that's like a three-hour makeup. Um, the longest makeup I've ever been in was on uh, Grimm. I played the villain. There, oh, there you go. Yeah. See, that's not that's not even Jack Links. That's the other <laughs> one. Those okay. are other ones. It goes to show how many times you play Bigfoot, I guess. I know <laughs> Jack Links isn't in that one. Um, so that's currently the missing links. Stop. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I, Wasn't I mean, that a movie? Didn't warn you about <laughs> his puns. Um, my longest makeup was on Grimm, which was took about six and a half hours to get into. So I was oh there like in the morning getting wow. in that makeup because it was glued from like my waist all the way up. Um, wow. It was it was pretty crazy. Must have been hot um, and uncomfortable to wear. It, it was it wasn't hot because it was freezing in Portland. We shot in Portland. You you ever see the series Grimm? The series Grimm. Remember yes. that series? I haven't. Yeah. I played the villain on the final few episodes and. I had to fight and stuff. And what was happening is as I was turning, the glue was coming undone and started ripping my skin. That was pretty miserable. But but yeah, that was the longest. But yeah, it takes long. And the contacts are another beast to deal with, literally. Um, yeah. They're so uncomfortable. You got to have a lens tech. And yeah. if anything gets in and, and it scratches your eye, it's just it's horrible. Are they soft lenses, I assume, at this point? I know they're, they're soft. They're not like they were back in the day with Lon Chaney and stuff. Yeah. But uh, um, they're scleral, so they're huge. They cover oh, the yeah. entire yeah. white of the eye, so you feel them down here. And yeah. You can't put them in yourself. You have to have a person that does it for you. 
Right. Oh, make me so squeeze. as soon as they start to dry out too, and if you don't catch it in time, it can get stuck to your eye. And <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's that's a mess. I have to pay <laughs> you well. Well, you know, I, I, I imagine naively a lot of people probably think, well, if you're wearing all that makeup, it's not that hard to act. But I've I've looked at some of your training videos online about the work you do to like prepare yourself for the physical side of it. Oh like, yeah. How much does that physical performance come in like when you're actually executing on these these roles? I mean, like, can you talk a little bit about what that's like? Like the Yeah, I mean, every character is different. So when I get a role, I kinda like I kinda, you know, look at what, you know, talk with the people building it and see see how difficult it's gonna be. Sometimes there's heavy arms or something and I try them on and I realize, oh my gosh, I have to lift like 30, 40 pounds on that arm. I'm going to have to start training my shoulders more, you know, start looking at things like that. Um, when it's a makeup, it's good to get in the makeup and see like the movement you get out of it. Cause some can move different than others. So you want to know what you're, what's reading and what's not, because as an actor without makeup, you, you know, you, it's in the eyes, it's in the thought, you know, and that conveys the, what you're giving when you're in a makeup, you, you have to exaggerate your facial expressions for it to read so it's a different process so depending on what the character is i like to train for that role some of the movement stuff that i do um maybe that's what you're talking about um do more animal type movement workouts as opposed to your traditional um you know isolated curls and things like that i don't do that as much as more calisthenic and animal type right movement. Yeah, those are the things that help more with the characters I play. Yeah, it looked did like some ever... pretty advanced physical training. Uh, yeah, go ahead, Karen. Sorry. Oh, did you ever watch anything like the the Patterson Gimlin footage or or anything like that to try and pick up some moves? <laughs> the the what footage? The Patterson oh, the, Gimlin. The, the, the I don't even know what that is. What is that? Oh. That's the that's the the that's the original super. This is what Bigfoot's supposed to look like. Uh, oh, big, Bigfoot movie. Oh yeah, nineteen sixty seven. The shot of Bigfoot yeah. striding yeah. through it's the, it's California. The, right with with her large pendulous breasts. So yeah, <laughs> the, um, yeah it's weird. The, yeah, Bigfoot doesn't really come out that way mostly. Yeah, most most of the Bigfoots are male. I see. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Is that the 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 they one where it's walking female. across? Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. The, the, a lot of the Bigfoots I've played, they haven't wanted the traditional walk. They've wanted more of a, a you know something different for some reason. They okay. didn't want the traditional. You know, because yeah. I brought that up in the past. They say, "Oh no, we don't want that. We want you to bring something mm -hmm. different." Yeah. Like, no. Yeah, it, okay. Make like it your that. own. Yeah. 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 It, well, it's, it's first of all, it's in focus. You can clearly see Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's not blurry. <laughs> they spend so much on that suit; they better keep it in focus. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, you, I assume you don't get to keep the suit uh, because oh, no. uh, you know, that's too bad. So, it's a, it's a couple hundred thousand dollar suit. It's hand sewn. Oh, wow. Each hair is hand weaved in there. <laughs> wow. But so it'd be made the, just for you too. Who else would made just ever for me? Wear that? Yeah. yeah, so it's a very expensive <laughs> suit and makeup. It takes two makeup artists. So um, no, the the company Legacy Effects used to be Stan Winston. They they um, take care of the suit and stuff. Sometimes it's sent back where wherever I'm shooting on a plane, bundled up, soaked. It's pretty uh, 
gets pretty nasty. <laughs> wow. Do do you um do you get to like do you get a discount on jerky or anything? Or- oh, they give me they give me jerky. Whenever I work, they'll just you know throw me a ton of it. So wow, cool. Yeah. I love I love uh, the Jacqueline's jerky. It's delicious. Yeah. It is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> a little plug there uh, so yeah. we've been doing this show for about 10 years now and we I, how many shows do you think we've actually talked about bigfoot it'd have to be a large amount it's I a think, lot it's a lot so yeah we've we've talked about we probably should use them like some angles. stats on that at some point that'd be good have you ever sure. talked to yeah. somebody that's played bigfoot no i don't think so this, this is the first time. Yeah. So I, I guess my question is, over the years, we've dealt with a lot of claims of uh, people who believe that they've seen Bigfoot, lots of sightings. Um, so we we tend to be on the more sceptical side of things and to apply critical thinking to claims of, of Bigfoot sightings. But uh, what about you? Have you? Where do you stand? Do you believe in Bigfoot or have you ever had any experiences yourself or, or any paranormal experiences that you want to tell us about and we're not judgy just i'm not a bigfoot believer but i'm definitely have had paranormal experiences uh especially the one that comes to mind is uh there's this hospital in la called linda vista have you heard of it no it's, it's no. been abandoned since the 70s it was an insane asylum Ooh. and uh it was used for filming from like the 80s till a couple years ago. And then they decided to build um, housing. Okay. But uh, so there were several floors of that um, hospital that was an insane asylum. And also it was known for a lot of low income people that would come there and they didn't have any identification. They were they were not citizens, so they didn't know who they were. So they died in the hospital. So from what everyone has told me there, there's been a lot of sightings of people wanting the family to know where they are, but yet they're stuck. Their spirit is stuck in this building. And when you go to certain floors, like the fourth floor in particular, you could look it up, Linda Vista Hospital. There's a lot of creepy images on there. Um, I felt air, I felt wind coming in when all the windows were closed. I felt noises. I felt my chills go up and down my body. Stuff would happen with the camera in a certain spot. And as soon as it went to the other spot, it was fine. And then they bring it back to that spot and it wouldn't work. I mean, a lot of things like that, which made me think this is, there's something going on here. We have a, 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 an, a question from listener Sophie Smith. And she uh-huh. wants to know if this. Was, she wants to know if this is the asylum that was used in Terminator Two, and no, that was Lakeview Medical Center. So I want to thank Sophie Smith for listening to the show and participating. So that's my daughter. You were, oh, okay. Well, if you were to, if you were to, uh, to Google that, I'm sure you could find out what movies were shot there. There's a ton of movies that were shot in Linda Vista Hospital. And it's been, it was, uh, you know, the um, paranormal shows. There's a lot of shows, did episodes on that. Hospital. Oh, yeah. It's a ghost oh, adventure. Sure. There. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. Ghost hunters. Yeah. And, yeah. Yes. Well, well it doesn't Vista country, mean yeah. like the view of Linda. Is, that, like, is it? Yeah. Is, 
Who's Linda? Why are people looking at her? That's what I want to know. So, <laughs> topic for another time. Yeah. Okay. Fine. All right. <laughs> well, now, no, we got, go ahead. Go, go, go. We've got quite a few skeptics in the audience, and someone's just commented that they think this is the closest any of any of us are going to get to ever actually talking to Bigfoot. So, <laughs> I think that's true. Actually, do you, yeah. now, as as Bigfoot, when you when you're preparing for the role, do you think more I'm a nature spirit or more I'm an ultra terrestrial from another dimension? How, how do you how do you like really sort of internalize that character? Uh, <laughs> it, uh, more more based off the way I move than like the thoughts of, of those things. You know, once so, I get into the character the, in the makeup and I start doing the walk and the groans, all of a sudden it just puts me in this place of a, of a Sasquatch. This is really cool because I've seen those commercials. You do a lot of emoting. There's a lot of face work in there. Yeah, there is. Yeah. 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 So it's a, there's a lot, there's a lot of exaggerated face work that if I didn't have the makeup, I'd look like the worst actor in the world. Seriously. <laughs> It's like you're pushing the scaffolding, right? Like you're like you're pushing out all those. Yeah, um, you're just like yeah. Uh, do, you know, do you exaggerating everything? Yeah. Do you get to like? Do you get to work in a mirror first to like prepare for the shot? That's or the best, that's the best thing for me is because, like I said, every makeup's different. The fortunate thing with the Sasquatches, I've done it so many times that I kind of know the makeup. But especially for newer things that I get into, that I you know, that's the best way to know what's reading and what's not. Cause sometimes you think you're doing something and it's, it's working, but you look in the mirror or on the monitor and you go, Oh man, that's not reading. I thought that was reading and it's not. So, so working in a mirror with makeup is great. If you, now, if I don't have makeup on, it's the exact opposite. Working in a mirror is the worst thing you could do. Cause then you're like forcing emotions that aren't real, you know, when it's supposed to be in the mind, the thought, the eyes, yeah. So it's like two separate ways of working. That's really cool. Do you, do you get a lot of uh, directions or do you just really get told to do your own thing? And It's more me be just hiring me to do my own thing. I, I personally like getting direction, but a lot of times, you know, the director has so much on his plate that they're just there to do the show and the turnaround so quick that he can't worry about what I'm doing. Now, if I like, didn't hit a mark or needed to do something a little different then they'll give it, but it's not usually based off my movements or acting. It's more on uh, direction for the scene, you know, Okay. they kind of so expect you to come there already being the character. So they don't have right. to worry about that. You know, so six hours of makeup and then 10 minutes of shooting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then being in the makeup. For it's like my wedding night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> too much information <laughs> do you um when you're like doing these other monsters i mean so like with bigfoot you kind of have a natural i mean everybody has i i would assume at this point we have a, a cultural conception of what bigfoot is and you've got your script yeah. but like when you're doing these other monsters and you're still working within a script but how, how do you decide on what the physical performance is going to be for a demon or or whatever yeah. kind of creature yeah a lot of times a lot of times i'll go based off like the design and the makeup and then also like you said what's in the script and then if i get a chance to talk to the director about what he wants but but a lot of times like something will come to me based off the design if he's bent over 
then I'll know he's kind of, you know, I'll have to work on that type of a thing. <laughs> you know, if he's, if his shoulders are back and he's really upright, like the Verlox character in the quest was, you know, that's how the design was. So I felt like he was very powerful and regal. So it's kind of, I kind of go based off the script and the design. Do you, you know? do, uh, one of our, our listeners want to know if you get special teeth for the Bigfoot, for the, the, the yes. Yeah, they're huge. Yeah. They're huge yeah. upper teeth and lowers. They push my mouth out so that when I don't have the teeth in, the lip looks like very pushed in. Uh-huh. So the teeth bring the mouth out, Ooh. you know. Neat. Yeah. Sounds That's- almost painful. Yeah, yeah, they're they're no fun to wear either, and you can't really drink or eat with them on. They're they're <laughs> not fun. <laughs> it's 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 interesting. Like, there's people who are like the unsung heroes of like the the directors get a lot of credit, and the actors rightly so get a lot of credit. But the makeup people, man, they you, you except for like the studio heads, like you're you get like Stan Winston and your Rick yeah. Baker's here and there. It's like you just don't hear about them that much, but boy they sure add to the performance don't they oh yeah man a good makeup artist you know is gonna trans they're the ones transforming you i mean you're playing the character but if you didn't have them to do the the correct makeup i mean it would be like a you know amateur amateur hour so yeah they're they are the unsung heroes and i know so many talented makeup artists um out there that are just amazing do you do you do any special vocal work or do they dub you for the Bigfoot stuff? All the Bigfoot stuff uh, uses my voice and my growls and stuff. There's no oh, cool. speaking in it. So there's a lot of, you know, so uh, years ago, um, they they would like add like a filter on my growl. And now they're just using using my own. Nice growls and stuff you, you, you sound like you can project your voice very well so yeah yeah and I, yeah, I, think, yeah. I, I i think it's much more when i've seen commercials that have added it it's not as uh authentic and off because a lot of the stuff i'm doing is like in the moment off the cuff i'm not planning it mm-hmm. so it comes out of like a real reaction whereas mm-hmm. if you're adding post sound you don't get that same uh feeling especially in comedy you know if it was more like a scare, that's different. But in comedy, I'm groaning in certain moments that are real to the scene. And if you add like a, a post uh, growl in, it might not have the same feeling to it. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's funny because we get uh, some, we, we hear some claims of people saying that Bigfoot have their own language um, yeah, and actual words and yeah. sentences and yeah, fully language. So that's interesting. They always just get you to do growls and roars and yeah, and, it, and it's kind of based. It's based off like in the moment of the performance. It's not like written. Mm-hmm. In. It's kind of just how okay. where, whatever comes yeah. out as so, living. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's neat. Yeah. So do you uh, ever get? Uh, I'm sure you get recognized. Oh, it's Douglas Tate. Do you ever get anyone going, oh, it's Bigfoot, or I saw you playing this role? I don't usually get recognized because I'm in so much makeup. Uh, I got recognized at Trader Joe's the other day from a guy who said, oh, you were in Zathura. And I said, Zathura? Wow, that's interesting. Usually it's more when I go to like certain conventions or like Monster Palooza where people know who I am because they're fans of 
you know because monster fans are awesome right exactly yeah yeah Yeah. so so they they know who i am but not not people in everyday life you know cool yeah because i think that's where i i met you briefly years ago um so we got you on the show through my husband matt baxter and you met him i think it was he took you to a city of the dead here in denver years yeah. ago and that was with uh with jonathan breck and breck. Eileen oh, yeah, my buddy yeah yeah that was so, great that was a blast <laughs> have you do you uh do a lot of conferences and conventions you know i i i was doing them for a while and then um i haven't in the last few years just because i've been so focused on um work i've been working a lot um and then my my signing agent handles all the Walking Dead guys, so he was making so much of them that he. Oh kinda, my gosh! Yeah, he kind of Norman Reedus and all those guys that he kind of like focused just on them, uh-huh. um, which was fine because I wasn't really pushing it. But I, I enjoy doing it from time to time. A lot of times I'd get one and then I'd have to cancel because uh-huh. of work. You know, I hated doing that. Um, but yeah, I enjoy it because you're meeting people that like movies you're in and stuff yeah cool yeah that was the one in uh, denver the mile high nightmare right yeah yeah it was uh, obviously around halloween um yeah yeah i can't can't remember what year it was but uh it's been a while i think i just remember you for being even taller than my husband yeah (laughs) well i better be tall if i'm a bigfoot yeah exactly right If you, this would be disappointing, but a lot of a lot of researchers think the original Bigfoot film was probably around six feet tall. That's really disappointing. Wow. Oh, like, yeah, because because wow. if you go back and read the literature from the seventies, especially, but even in the sixties, but especially in the seventies, a lot of people were reporting like thirteen foot tall Bigfoot, fourteen, you know, like yeah, yeah. like looking in on like second story windows, and it's like it's like wow. uh, I'm ready for some like giant japanese you know monster kind of action it's like it's getting yeah. up there it's getting up there yeah <laughs> uh, so, so we've got uh, more people coming in and saying hi do. to yeah. douglas and hi to us so hi everyone thanks for joining us all right one more question for my daughter thank you for watching she really wants to know if, <laughs> if the fake teeth that you have for bigfoot do you think in your impression are they carnivore teeth or herbivore teeth she wants to know if, <laughs> Oh, they're they're definitely herbivore teeth. He's okay. not a carnivore. There you go. He, he he you'll never see him eating the jerky. He doesn't eat he doesn't eat. No. Meat. Look at that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Vegetarian. <laughs> He's a vegetarian. That's funny. Cool. But that doesn't mean they're not dangerous. Okay. They're, no. they're, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll, it's I'll like gorillas. You across the room. Yeah, exactly. I <laughs> <laughs> you, should, you guys should have like a, an outtakes where the, the, the he he catches the people and throws them you know <laughs> this is like yeah. footage of him tossing vehicles and stuff you know so that'd be totally. funny. we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse carved it in the blood on our backs we did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hello, I'm Paul Giamatti. And I'm Stephen Asma. 
Each week on Chinwag, we dig into the weird topics you wonder about, that you care about. The stuff none of us are totally sure of, like the Bermuda Triangle, Mothman, Consciousness, Philosophy, UFOs, Ghosts, or say Bigfoot. So who's to say that there's not alien species that are Sasquatch? Like I've seen a ghost, and I would hear something walking and breathing. Maybe every path is right. I will accept as a premise that every path is right. That is a face on Mars. Eyes, nose. It kind of looked like Wilson the volleyball. Some people enjoy the waves or whatever uh, crashing, and I enjoy listening to a quantum physics audiobook. I do think there are many things in the world that we just don't understand yeah. and probably won't understand. That's our whole show. So join us every Wednesday on all major podcast platforms and find us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at ChinwagPod and Wagon. So what do you prefer to do? What kind of acting do you really enjoy being the, the creature man mostly? Or do you like doing other stuff where you, you can play yourself? Or You know, to be honest with you, like, I started as an actor just as myself. And this kind of took over. Um, I do enjoy characters and makeup, some much more than mm-hmm. others. Um, but if I were to to ask what I enjoy more, like you're asking... Mm -hmm. I would enjoy being out of makeup because there's so much uh, physicality and, um, you know, pain that comes from being in makeup day after day that uh, it can get a little, a little old sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, like the character in Hellboy is my least favorite kind to do because that is, that is a character in an animatronic head in a full suit the animatronic head weighed 55 pounds and i could could bear i couldn't see i could you know oh, my boy. breathing was not good it caught on fire um and we seen it mila jovovich went crazy she went nuts she, she was like this is bullshit get that thing off him <laughs> she was yelling she was great great lady but uh um, so, so those things are so physical that I would much rather be a cop or a detective if I had a choice. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But it looks like you, I mean, just from watching your performance here and like, not, this is not really performance, but just watching you, it seems like you've got, it's like, it's like, uh, so anyway, thanks for coming by. We appreciate this call. We'll get back with you. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, you did exactly. <laughs> you're obviously able to bring a lot more to your face and your performance than you're going to see behind the makeup. So it's it's a different kind of acting, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I have a movie coming out this summer that I star in out of makeup, uh, called Attack of the Unknown, a sci-fi film. So there is aliens in it. I'm just not playing them. I play a SWAT. Nice. nice. Yeah. Someone saying you played a cop named Baxter. And so I'm assuming that's my oh. husband. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> saying that. I did. Officer Baxter. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. That's funny. So, there you go. Are we getting, uh, let's see. I, I, I'm having a little trouble following the Facebook feed. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, we're getting a lot of questions and a lot of comments. And because we're chatting, we're dismissing them as they're, they're coming up. And again, it says Facebook user. It's not saying, seeing, saying yeah. actually. Well, there's that. Yeah. So it's a little hard and to follow. I don't know. Somebody, somebody, I, I saw somebody ask how tall I was. I'm 6'5". 
So I, I think, I think that, yeah, I think IMDb needs to be updated because I think IMDb thinks you're six four. Oh, so, yeah. Oh. It's, it's, hard, it's, it's hard to keep that updated. Yeah. Okay. So. I'm 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 like in between six five. I'm six four and a half. I think is my oh. my round up. You wear you know shoes, whatever. Yeah. 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 So, just don't ask my wife about rounding up. But the point is, yeah. <laughs> I don't have an IMDb page, so that's all right. So yeah. So, yeah, so uh, we've had a few questions that have popped up. So if anyone did have a question, if you want to send it through, because we're just missing them as we chat. So we'll yeah, try and yeah. keep a closer eye on them as they come through. We're trying, yeah. So um, one of the questions is, what's your favorite uncredited role? That's interesting. My favorite uncredited role. Yeah, but yeah, I, I'm not sure. Yeah, I. What, what what does that mean? Like, I, I don't know. like, is there any role where you come on as a monster or whatever, and you don't make the credits? I guess. I guess. I, you know what? I don't know, but maybe what's if we even ask what your favorite role is, maybe that would be. I, it's always funny to me. Yeah. Like our signature question, which we warned you about, is like, "What's your favorite monster?" And I personally hate trying to pick my favorite anything. It's like I try to like make the most of whatever yeah. I'm in. You know, your favorite color. Yeah, I just That's a tough one. That's a tough question for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's been some really good ones. I got to play something. I got to do something recently that i can't talk about oh god i shouldn't even have brought it up but it's pretty yeah, I, don't know, I, we, I don't even know what you're talking about oh. it's pretty it's pretty epic uh um and that one was that one was a childhood dream to be honest uh um going back to universal um i was a fan of frankenstein growing up and and then i started playing frankenstein in uh the park and then i got my first um guest star role on Sabrina the Teenage Witch wait, with his Frankenstein. Wait, 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 wait. Did you just say Frankenstein in the park? Yeah, in, in the Universal Studios. Oh, the Universal Studios. I was thinking like, you know, how they have Shakespeare in the park. I was just like, there's oh, a no, no, in the park. No, no, no. <laughs> sorry, no, sorry. That would be cool. There's an idea. <laughs> It's like, uh, that, but you know, in the yeah, in the Universal part, those are there's there's a lot of people who get their start there. That's fantastic. Yeah. Did you? I saw also on your IDB credits, you you uh, you also directed this, and you and you wrote for uh, the Haunt. Yes, that was a pilot. Me and my wife, uh, she co-directed with me, and we both wrote it. And it's basically uh, was based off my experiences at Universal doing haunted houses. Oh, cool. Okay. Is a comedy pilot that i want to try to get sold um and it's like a a waiting for guffman office in the haunted house world oh neat i like that yeah about these group of small town folks who work at a local haunted house and all the drama and situations that happen there so, so you've already got that in the can have you been like pushing it around in the can, yeah. and we shot it so because we're not you know we're not out there um selling scripts and things so we figured instead of a script let's shoot it so that we have like a trailer and a and a right, show right show what we're looking for the format and, and things like that so um that's something that i definitely want to um hopefully sell someday and, and make it into a show where i'm not footing the the bill for it on every episode <laughs> <laughs> so it's big yeah, yeah. <laughs> so is that is that the direction that you're wanting to your career to evolve towards in, into more directing than acting? 
Well, I love acting, but I definitely want to do more directing and I want to do more like I just love the process of creating. Yeah. Creating. Yeah. Um, you know, writing something, acting mm -hmm. in a part that I want to play, directing yeah. something, using friends in my projects mm -hmm. that I think are super talented. And just there's something about that. If I were if you were to ask me my favorite character I've done or whatever, it's definitely the stuff that you create on your own. There's nothing like it. You know? uh, mm -hmm. yeah. um, it's super time consuming and it takes mm -hmm. a lot of work, but the end feeling and result from doing it is right. Is, you can't top it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. How is it working with your wife on collaborating on a project like that? Is it? It's it's good. I mean, you know, there's always like you know bickering and stuff. But as far as like she's, you know, we met. She has been in the business as long as me. Um, you know, I, I agree with a lot of the stuff she has. You know, we we both we're both on the same page with performance and things like that. You know, and um, mm -hmm. it's actually really really good. It's great working together. Yeah. Cool. Nice. And we, uh, I think this is a question from my husband here. He wanted to know in Land of the Lost, yeah, how many of those slee stacks were you? The, you know, there was there was eight or six main hero ones. I was one of the hero. Okay. And then okay. there was like 30 background ones that didn't have okay. the animatronic mask and stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. But I'm in a lot of the scenes. I I, I can I, I get kicked in the balls and one by Danny McBride. That's me. I mean, there's a I could point out the ones I am. There's a lot of me in there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was so, cool. You were was it? You were born in '78. Yes. So, so you missed like the original run of. Uh, I, I missed the original run, but I did see the the um, reruns growing up in the eighties. Cool, cool. Yeah. What did you, okay. what did you think? It's a weird series, isn't it? I thought it was really, really cheesy and yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> um, but it was so cool to meet Sid. Um, and you, just, uh, you, you met Sid Croft and then Marty yes, Croft. Like the, yes, yeah, they were on set. Oh Sid wow! And Marty Sid was the best. Marty's more the business guy. Sid was more the the like on set hanging with you guy. And his stories were just fabulous. He was the coolest guy ever. It, they made a lot of strange TV, man. They really did. They had sixties, man, sixties and seventies. In Atlanta, they had uh, the world of Sid and Marty Croft. It was like a, yes. a, a, a way ahead of its time amusement park, like way ahead yeah. of its time. And yeah. that area, yeah, it was. Uh, it's it's down. It was near a place called the Omni, which has now been rebuilt into something. It's all there's all uh, new buildings down there. But 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 what's left of it is the CNN Center. And at one point, it had the world's largest freestanding escalator, which still. I don't know if it still holds the record, but it's still there. But you, it's now the Plain CNN Center. Yeah, yeah. But you, wow. you, the ride I always wanted to ride. They had a ride. They had all these different themed Sid and Marty Croft things. But they had a uh, a ride where you get into a pinball, and then you ride through the pinball machine. And I, I was like in the first or second grade, and I it blew my mind. I was like, "You're in a pinball game? This is the greatest wow. thing in the world, right?" <laughs> so I really wanted to go see that. So yeah. They were ahead of their time. They they were uh, they did some crazy wacky stuff. Yeah, 
and they gave a lot of work to like really great character actors who had not been you know used in a while so i i love that so yeah yeah so. for sure and uh, probably the longest, I really haven't like verified this, but it may have been the longest running sea, sea monster show, uh, Sigma the Sea Monster. I mean, that was, it was on for a while. And there just wow. haven't been a lot of sea monster shows out there. So, no, yeah. no, there hasn't. <laughs> That's obscure. We need a sea It used to be a thing we do. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah. 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 Um, God, that's one of my favorite monsters. I, I was so interested in the the universal sort of dark uh, universe they were trying to put together, and yes, uh, I was so disappointed when it seems like it died. But now the Invisible Man's doing pretty good. I mean, I mean, even with the that's box episode. So who knows? I I thought the uh, was it the Shape of Water uh, sort yeah. of stole the thunder from what might have been a, uh, a a Gilman reboot, but man, I would you know, love that. And Guillermo is a huge creature from the Black Lagoon fan. Yeah. And I know that he's been wanting to do that movie for years and I don't know, maybe there's a, something with universal or something, but I think this was his way of doing his own. Yeah. Yeah. Thing, you know, Oh yeah. It's, it's such a beautiful creature. Similarities there. A lot of similarities. The creature design is just so brilliant on them, you know, to, to oh, be yeah. able to hide a scuba tank and still make it look very natural. It's, it's oh, really, yeah. really cool. Oh, yeah. It's a strange so. thing to say. Yeah. 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 It is, but it, it is also, I mean, I, 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 as a fan of monsters, as a fan of the craftsmanship behind that, I just, it always struck me as one of the best looking monsters and uh yeah, yeah just for that time i mean yeah. it was just so brilliant i mean every it's everybody says that they're such you know that our monster fans are a fan of the creature from the black and blue and i yeah. agree yeah and rico browning that swim he had was so it was perfect for for that character you know it's very distinctive it, it's just it's an iconic film i mean it, it, it really is so uh so do you, uh, um, have you had to do any monster films where they did traditional uh, incremental shots to like have a transformation or is it all digital now? Does, do people still do those? I remember Chey, they always talked about putting nails through the tips of his fingers so he'd hold still for the Wolfman transformation. Yeah. Oh. You know, I, I personally think that those, the transformations that were done practical look better than the cgi ones of today but mm -hmm. i can't really think of uh any that i did that were practical um i prefer if you're if you're gonna do cgi is to just um, just to like have somebody and not see like all the growth of the hair because i've i've been on shows like Graham that, have, that has done that and it just doesn't come across good you see the hair coming out and yeah bones breaking and it, it looks very phony um mm -hmm. i i guess the the you know what um what they did in um american werewolf in london and, and those it was yeah. so, it took so much work and so many days of doing it that they just don't want to take that time anymore you know right. yeah yeah, yeah. you played um, a werewolf before haven't you that's one of your credits what'd you say you played a werewolf before, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. I was. Yeah. A, I played a werewolf in Annabelle Comes Home, I and then you. I played a a werewolf in a commercial that was really cool. By Barney Berman did the makeup. Who's a whose family's been in the business 
forever, the Burmans. Um, uh, yeah, I think I think that's it. Yeah, do you play just about every character? I think we've ever talked about. Well, yeah, as well, yeah. Have you do you have like a, a monster punch list that you like try to like check off? You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's a. Uh, I played Jason in the end of Freddy vs. Jason. So really, oh wow, yeah, yeah, all that. So <laughs> and then and then there was a uh, there was another iconic um, uh, character from my from my young days that I recently got a chance to play that I can't talk about. Um, so yeah, there's, there's, there's a few that I still want to play. I'd like to play Frankenstein in a, like a remake type of movie. I think that would be amazing since that's where I started. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, theoretically universal is going to have one of those on tap somewhere, right? Theoretically some, they have have to. I know. I think Guillermo wanted to do that also. Yeah, it's a good story. I mean, yeah, it holds up really well. What are we? We just got the 200th anniversary. Is that right? I think so. 18, 19, yeah, yeah. We just had the 200th anniversary fairly recently. So, yeah. Someone's commented he needs to play Jeff the Talking Mongoose. (laughs) That's an inside joke. Yeah, yes, yes. One of our favorite monsters, but it's pretty obscure, I think, to a lot of people. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that one. <laughs> I'm trying to skirt around, you know, we're all kind of stuck at home these days, but uh, do you have any kind of insight into what you'll be working on next when things open up again? I'm working on um, Star Trek Picard on and off, the new Star Trek show. And I'm also Ooh. working on that legacy show. That's what I've been doing a lot of characters on that. Um, and then um, I have a film that I directed um that i've been editing um so that hasn't been announced yet because we don't know the title we were going to announce it on the trades and then all this stuff happened and they said oh it's not a good time to announce right now yeah yeah Yeah. so i can't really get into that because we don't have the name and it hasn't been announced and the the trade places like you to 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 be the first one to announce it so i can't really talk about it but it it was cool to have another film in the can my first feature actually correct i can't believe more more big studios don't use this as a clearinghouse for their news announcements i don't know why but you know (laughs) (laughs) well they should damn it (laughs) the um um you so you played in the uh the star trek uh the jj abrams movie yeah right and now you're in the picard so you've kind of like bridged the universes Yes, and then I also, I also, I was at uh, two years ago. I went to the Star Trek convention in Vegas, and I was when I was eighteen, right out of high school. I did an episode of Deep Space Nine, but as like a feature character, and people were bringing me screen grabs that they printed out of that of that show <laughs> when I wasn't even like it wasn't like a role. It was just like a featured part in there. Uh-huh. So. So I've been on on three things now, Star Trek related, which is pretty wow. neat. That is yeah, neat. Cool. It was very neat. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because you know there was a, a time when, especially like for television, they would reuse the same actor for multiple roles, sometimes within the same season. You know, it Terrific. was just, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> and I mean, well, that's, that's what's so good about doing the makeup stuff is that I can be reused. I mean, if it was just myself. <laughs> 
it's kind of like you can't really play another character when you've already been seen as like a cop or something. But yeah, not these days. Yeah, yeah. I'm bringing up a picture of uh, the Picard so that you guys could see. Now that she she did it on her phone, that was a great idea. This is a uh, this is a uh, nice, <laughs> cool, yeah. pretty cool, right? Very cool, very cool, yeah. 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 I think we've got a question for you here as well. So yeah. someone's asked, what what do you think of the new Godzilla and King Kong movies? <laughs> I think they're great. I loved them. I, I thought. I thought the the when they first brought it back, uh, King uh, Godzilla. I thought that using the storyline of um, the nuclear bombing in Japan, Hiroshima, was all due to them killing Godzilla, but they didn't want to let that get out. I was like, "What? Well, that is brilliant!" Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed them for sure. Oh, cool. Uh, I thought they're well done. I mean, it, it's all CGI, but I think it's, you know, the money they have to do it. It's effective, you know. Um, it's hard to do a suit thing. I got to play Godzilla, too, in a Snickers commercial. Oh, really? <laughs> really? They made a, they made it, they went back and made it, and Stan Winston, they made it just like the original. They did the same process to do it. It was pretty cool. So how heavy did it feel? I mean, it was pretty pretty heavy suit. I heard those were it was very heavy. It weighed over it weighed about 150 pounds. Wow. So wow. It would have it like on a harness thing and yeah. then they'd let it they'd let it off when it was time for a take and I'd just be going, oh it was all on my shoulders. Yeah. It was like a backpack that came off my shoulder. So it was just mm -hmm. so much weight digging into my back and shoulders. Wow. But that was uh in in um correlation when they with the first Godzilla they put out, they did a, a tie-in with it, which was pretty cool for that Snickers commercial. Oh wow. Wow. Yeah. That's very cool. You're impressing my son. He's he's super impressed. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, well I can't well us too. Yeah, yeah. But but yeah, it's, uh, it's rare that my kids are even aware that I'm doing this show, so it's very exciting uh, for he's, me. He's a big Godzilla fan, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He is big, big. Uh, anything to do with uh, kaiju, uh, he's he's all in. So okay, yeah, yeah. And I mean, again, another example of. I mean, now those are all CGI for the most part, but um, yeah, like the, a lot of performance work went into those classic suit monsters. They're just oh like, yeah, it's like. I feel I feel for them. It's like I enjoy the movies, but every now and then I stop and think, wow, that's a lot of work. Even for the worst movie, it's a lot of work. Oh yeah. Know? Yeah. Oh yeah. And just hearing about the behind the scenes stuff, it's just really scary to hear yeah. some of the things you've gone through for, for arts. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. Like I have some stories. We're selling, sure. we're selling Snickers here. People are well, trading yeah. Snickers. Oh, if the Snickers were sponsoring me, I, we would have a significantly nicer green backdrop. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, is that a green, green backdrop to like add something in there or you just have a green backdrop? I got it to do some video work. And it turns out that if you do a lot of people are doing Zoom meetings for the first time. Yes, and, yeah. 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 And you can put in a custom background, but there's a little checkbox at the bottom and it says, do you have a green screen? And if you don't have a green screen, the Zoom software tries to extrapolate what's you, what's your background. And it kind of sometimes works. Sometimes you kind of get pixelated and weird things yeah. happen. If you have a green screen, 
it's like you're wherever you say you are. Like it feels like perfectly natural. It looks really yeah. cool. So it just it just seamlessly does the chroma key replacement. Yeah, it's really but nice. It doesn't do it on and this program. It does not do it on this program. No. no, no. <laughs> I just thought you liked uh, having a green background. Oh, I wasn't sure. It's, it's, uh, it's a first, uh, very monstrous. It's St. Patrick's Day. It's, <laughs> yeah, I think he's got stuff behind there as well. So it's a I bit do, of a I do. Uh, if you want to take a no, you can't really see much. No, oh, okay. You see my cruddy, there's a cow. Oh, there's yeah, a yeah. whiskey. Oh, no. What a terrible example I'm oh, saying. <laughs> there's a secret. <laughs> uh oh. Looks much I got better. The green monster books, a little side tour, whiskey yeah. and comics. That's what am I, that's not, all you need. This all is you need for right also, that's weird waviness. That's very strange. Apparently, mm -hmm. webcam's not like a real camera. So, so that was that was uh, very disruptive. There, uh, thank you for leading me astray. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've only got a couple of minutes left. So, if anyone else has any questions for Douglas, if you want to send those through. But we should probably finish with our, our closing up question anyway. We should, because we don't know how long he wants to talk about it, right? So we got we we're going to split your last question because based on what the the preview thing that you talked about. So w w yeah. the first thing is what's your favorite monster? But you might also say what's the favorite monster that you played as well. So yeah, yeah. Um, I think uh, I kind of I said I kind of said it in Frankenstein is my favorite monster. Yeah, um, just cool. because. I loved it as a kid, and then I went to play it, and it has a lot of special meaning for me. Do you have you a know? preference for many of the movies that you like better than the others? Or I, I like the original Boris Kar Karloff. Okay. Frankenstein. Okay. No, I just felt like I guess I saw that one as a kid, and it's that certainly was iconic, right? Yeah. Very iconic. Yeah, very iconic. Um, now, does it hold up today? I mean, you know, it's 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 tough sometimes to watch some of those movies. Some of them, yeah. some of them are cool. Some of them are a little slow to today's pace. But uh, um, I think for the favorite character, that would have to be um, that Verloc's character in that show, The Quest. Um, okay. Because I love improv and I love things off off the cuff. I love the Sasquatch because I do that. But this one was, I had a whole army that was fighting in real night outfits in front of me that I was commanding. And when I was interacting with those reality contestants, a lot of people don't know what this is that I'm talking about. Um, I never knew. I had certain dialogue, but it never went as planned. So to be able to be in the moment <laughs> as things are happening and yeah. I got to figure out what I'm going to say. The thrill of that was just so overwhelming. It was just, I was getting real reactions from them too, which was cool. It was yeah. pretty, pretty amazing. Yeah. That's neat. They have to look up Verlocks online, Verlocks from the quest and see how cool that, that character is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this would be a good place for me to stick that in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I guess one one final question from a viewer is why is Bigfoot so popular in car commercials? I know, huh? I did a Toyota <laughs> one last year too, a Toyota Bigfoot. The Hyundai car. and yeah, a whole bunch yeah. of them. Uh, I Nets. think that he's like, he, he he's kind of like, Bigfoot's kind of comedic now as far as they've portrayed yeah. him, you know, especially with the mm -hmm. Jack Links and things like that and He's interesting and he makes a great salesman. You know, you want to look at him. I, I think it's, mm -hmm. uh, 
I've done several, so it's 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 funny. People laugh when I'm doing Bigfoot characters, you know. Yeah, it's a great, it's a fun makeup. It's a fun character. He's he's yeah. another. He's iconic, and and uh, also he doesn't have all the uh, uh, intellectual property issues that other. No, yeah, <laughs> exactly. He could, he's a yeah. little slow. He's not the sharpest tool, so. He could say something and be silly and dumb and people could look at him, but you, but you'll laugh because you, you know, mm -hmm. you'll laugh at it because he's Bigfoot, you know? That's a really interesting point though, because I think we've, for many years, we've talked about people having these sightings and how scared they are and yeah. um, frightened of Bigfoot and how big he is. And, and you're right. But in, in these commercials and in, in many other um, representations is his a comedy so no he's comedy now yeah he's comedy when it comes to selling something you know yeah we yeah. We've, we've discussed that before this whole process of really scary monsters becoming into these sort of like fluffy uh you know uh, sparkly like friendly happy i call it the the gentrification of monsters yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. yeah. totally so, yeah but I, I i still i think you can you can use those funny versions and help you process your fear of monsters and celebrate mm -hmm. monsters. I mean, as long as they're not chasing you, trying to kill you, monsters are awesome. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. Exactly. So I agree. Well, I guess we need to sort of wind up here. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But we just want to thank you so much, Douglas, for appearing on the show. And you've just yeah. you've got such an impressive resume. I mean, oh, you've indeed. done so many things. It's just really, really cool to hear about. Yeah. Oh. Do you, if you have anything you want us to push or promote or if you have any links you want people yeah. to go through let us know uh you can uh, send them now yeah. and i'll get them into the show notes so when this goes yeah through. i'll send you some pictures and you know i could send you my if anybody's interested in seeing the work i do i'm on instagram and yeah cool. i have a facebook page and you know things like that i post a lot mm -hmm. of my my upcoming work and things i've done so outstanding and, yeah cool. and if any creative people want to book you how do they contact you Who's your agent? Uh, I, well, I mean, as far as a convention, I have a signing agent. It's on my IMDb, uh, Sean Clark. And then my agent is on there also. Fantastic. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, we got a bunch of people coming through and saying thank you, Doug. Absolutely. Hey, thanks, for, thanks for watching, everybody. Appreciate it. Uh, we we yeah, really appreciate it. It's fun hearing about everything. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, stay safe. Stay well. What's going to happen is I'm going to hit the button to stop streaming, and then we'll awkwardly continue to talk for 30 to 45 seconds. <laughs> Monster Talk. You've been listening to a podcast version of Monster Talk Live, a special feature that we recorded during 2020. Links to the video version of these episodes are in the show notes. Please like and subscribe to our YouTube channel, and we'll work to continue to provide good content there, including more streaming events in the future. Monster Talk is a listener-supported program, and your subscription at patreon.com forward slash monster talk sustains us during these difficult times. Thank you for your support and for your positive reviews. I'm Blake Smith, and along with my co-host Karen Stolzno, we ask you to join us in being the voice of reason and science in a world that's perilous with nonsense, superstition, and dangerous misinformation. Shine your lights, everyone. Even a flickering candle can be seen for miles in the darkness. And together... We are stronger. Monster Talk theme music is by Peach Stealing Monkeys. Thank you so much for listening.